Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, you're on holidays, man. I'm on holidays. I am indeed. I'm down in the sunny southeast of Ireland doing a staycation. But sure, look, just because I'm on holidays doesn't mean the news stops. I know. We're actually, we're actually contemplating letting you have a full week off, but like, there's so much controversy going on. It's like, we, already talk, we, we were talking about it on the phone. We we're like, here, look, we may as well uh, stick out a show. Yeah, why not? You know what I mean? I love doing the show, so it's not like it's a chore. So, yeah, here we are. Yeah, and you need some time off from that suntan, man. Yeah, do, do I look like I'm glowing? Do I? Yeah, yeah that, that perfect. I need, to, no, I need time off from climbing. I need a time off climbing mountains, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're getting some cool shots. But, uh, okay, if you haven't noticed from the thumbnail on today's show, we will be going over Bayern Munich win the Champions League. Lionel Messi is leaving Barcelona, and like, I actually can't believe it. And then Harry Maguire is getting banged up abroad. But, uh, Ross, we have to start off from Friday last week. Sevilla beat Inter Milan, so you owe me a can of Monster, right? And then Bayern Munich beat PSG, so that cancels out the cans of Monster. But we went training on the Saturday, and I left a can of Monster in your car, so you actually still owe me a can of Monster. I actually think Chris drank that, so Chris was actually was the winner there. Guess, guess uh, what I'm drinking now. Can of Green Monster. No, the, the brand new oh. Energize Cup. Cheers, bud. Oh, lovely, lovely. I actually should have got myself one, but... You should have, yeah. Um, That's a hint for your well, birthday. Here we go. Uh, Europa League final, Romelu Lukaku opened up the scoring, but it wasn't enough. Sevilla, the most Europa League team of all time, won the Europa League. Uh, I actually thought that a lot of people ruled them out in the lead-up from the semi-finals onwards. They were, you know, weren't favourites against Manchester United. They weren't favourites against Inter Milan. Fair play to them. Yeah, they got it done. 3-2 in a very, very entertaining game. Um, you know, I think a lot of people would expect that scoreline to be in the Champions League final and then the opposite scoreline to be in the Europa League final. Yeah, because when you said 3-2 to Bayern Munich, I was like, that's what I'm thinking as well. But I'll go PSG just to make it a bit more interesting since we're betting cans of monsters here. But like one, thing, one, one of the comparisons from Sevilla lifting the trophy to Bayern Munich lifting the trophy, Sevilla are all sort of like trying to get in the front row and try and be in the picture more and take selfies more. And they didn't, like, the trophy was almost at the back. Whereas mm. Bayern Munich all celebrated as a team. They, were, like, they stood there and waited for everyone to lift the trophy. They all cheered. It was, uh, you could tell that, like, Sevilla are a bunch of mercenaries and uh, Bayern Munich are an actual team. That, uh, I'm sure every person who actually follows and sports Bayern Munich is very proud of that team. Yeah, well, a lot, I think, is to do with it is... A lot of those players, well, they have some homegrown talent, but no one was brought in there for 70, 80, 100 million. So, therefore, the egos are a lot less at Bayern Munich. They all know what their job is, and they all work together to get the job done. They don't get, like, a couple of, a couple of their, like, substitutes are, like, very... I know the substitutes are a lot, but the people that <laughs> are on the team... I think, I think that team that won the Champions League final cost Bayern Munich 90 million, which is nothing in today's game of football. Yeah, like there's their bench is more expensive. It's it's Harry Maguire and then like his dad's agents fees. Oh my god! But uh, what did you make of the Champions League final overall? Because uh, we did go in expecting a load of goals. The, I thought I thought the first half was, was very good, and then second half it was like, right lads, don't throw it away. Yeah, I, I thought the same. I thought you know it could have been three two at half time, but I think PSG had the better of chances, and then obviously Bayern Munich in the end took their chance uh, I must say one person who sort of almost stood out to me not for their performance on the night or anything was Kingsley Coleman 
How many trophies has that fella won at the age of 24? I think he's already on 20 trophies. I, uh, I don't think there's... I think he's an absolute perennial, perennial winner. Also, the fact he was at PSG, won a load of trophies there, then went to Juventus, won a load of trophies there, and now was at Bayern Munich, and he won't stop winning trophies. That must make PSG sick that they've spent like over 300 million on Mbappe and Neymar together, and then the person who came through the youth ends up scoring the winner against them. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, that'd make it that'd make it pretty sick, especially them. But uh, I know you just brought up Kingsley Coleman there, but who else like stood out for you? If you give me if you can give me three players from PSG that stood out for you, and three players from Bayern that stood out for you in that final. Well, to, to be honest, Neymar definitely stood out to me. Uh, he, for good or bad? Oh, I thought for good. Well, definitely the first half, good. Like he was on the verge of scoring, I think twice. Uh, Di Maria stood out for me. Because he missed that absolute glorious chance uh, on, on the right foot in the first half. Yeah. And then I also thought Verratti had a good game as well. He came on very late. Yeah, but uh, I thought when he actually came on, he got things moving for PSG. wasn't enough now, but he did get it going. In did terms get, of... Yeah, but hold on, another thing. What would you have changed from PSG's team looking back on things now? Well, would I probably have started, started Verratti. Yeah, I would have started Verratti. Okay. I think he's the best passer they have in the midfield. Yeah. So and for me... Else? Uh, no, I think that was I think that was the main one. Like like I said before in the preview, they don't have a lot off the bench, so I think that's the only player who I thought was better than someone who started. Yeah, they could have done with Cavani still being in the squad as well. I think that was like the one thing they were missing. Even bringing on Chupa Moteng near the end, it was like oh Cavani, you could have crossed into him and he would. Uh, he he is he, he is PSG's like Divock Origi, isn't he? Uh, Chupa Moteng. Yeah. 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 Like, sort of dropping the standards, but, like, a bit of a cult hero, I'll yeah. say. Yeah, but in fairness, he's the one that scored the goal in the quarterfinal that got them to the semi, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, but so, so, so did uh, Origi against Barcelona. There is, there is a, like, a good few comparisons, but uh, obviously yeah. Ross Bourne lifted trophy, fully deserved it. Like, what, mm. like, what three players really stood out for you in, in, from that performance? Well, definitely King, Kingsley Coleman as well. Like, getting the goal was massive. Uh, I thought Thiago Alcantara was, like, the main boss in midfield. Yeah. And then I, I was actually impressed. And uh, Nicholas Sula came on for Boateng. He got injured, and like he he, he steadied the ship in the defence because I think he he hasn't played a full game in about six or seven months. So to actually come on in the Champions League final against some of the best attackers in the world and to keep the clean sheet. But the man of the match for me was Manuel Neuer. Oh, yeah. he was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. Unreal. It was unbelievable. I just want to name a few Bayern Munich players and I go. But the actual best player was Daniel Neuer, the goalkeeper. He's the only goalkeeper in the history of the world to keep a clean sheet in the World Cup final and the Champions League final. Jesus. He's, he's such a colossus. He like, takes up the whole goal. Yeah, he's unbelievable. And a lot of people sort of start to write him off saying, oh, he's a bit past. I don't know if he can cut the cheese. But no. Man, the match the Champions League final. Who are these? Because a lot of people are saying Ter Stegen should start for Germany instead of him. That's maybe because he plays for Barcelona. It sounds sexier, maybe. Yeah, but like, Bayern Munich win the yeah. league every year. He's in goal. Like, it's very hard to, you know, replace him. Yeah, no, he was brilliant. Uh, another, another thing, like, I know Kingsley Coleman scored the goal, and I don't really want to, like, dwell on him, but he hasn't really amassed that many minutes on the pitch over his career for being such a, like, serial winner. So, like, who knows? Is it, is it best for him to stay at, at Bayern now? Or like obviously he's after scoring the winner, so he's, he'd be worth mega bucks now. But it, it's almost like he should like kick on his career and actually get a load of games underneath his belt. 
I think he started that final over Perisic because Perisic is only there on loan. And they were like, for next season, to keep him happy, we have to play him as opposed to playing this loan player. And mm. same with Coutinho. He was there on loan. So I feel like when your team is that good and you're almost like for like, uh, in fairness, I think Thomas Muller sort of plays Coutinho's position, but it's not. And they're like totally different stylistic players. Yeah. But you can't be picking Coutinho over the fellow who's actually at the club, if that makes sense. Yeah. And the same with uh, Coleman, I think. I almost expected Perisic to start, especially with his semi-final uh, performance and his quarter-final performance. But when, uh, you know, you risk upsetting a young talent like Coleman by having him on the bench for the Champions League final and having some fella in on loan, starting ahead of him, I think that's where that came in. And I think that is one thing with uh, Flick as the manager. Because he was the assistant manager and then became the manager, I felt like he would have done a lot of the personal dealing with the players. So he sort of knows what gets them to tick I think that's the secret there at Bayern Munich. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. Also, Bayern Munich, the first team ever to win every game in the Champions League and then lift the trophy. Uh, obviously, there, there was only like one leg in the quarters and the semis, mm. but uh, still, like won every game. So, therefore, the Also, the, fo- the final was the only game they didn't win by more than one goal. Yeah, I was, I was, I was hoping it would go like the PSG would score just to bring in the penalties, just to get it more intense because. Like it was very, very tense at one stage. Everyone, like, who, it was like, who hasn't got a yellow card yet? Like, go over and fell someone to waste time. Oh, oh man. But, uh, yeah. So, Sevilla will be playing Bayern Munich in the Super Cup final on the 24th of September. That's on a Thursday. Okay, Ross. Massive news is breaking from, uh, <laughs> from Catalan. Messi has said he wants to leave Bayern, uh, Barcelona. He sent in. His letter basically of resignation being like, here, I want to be able to go. Barcelona are saying that, um, oh, that you were only able to go for free a couple of months ago, pre-COVID, but all this stuff should be sorted out. He's been there for 20 years, Ross. First of all, can you actually see him leaving? And second of all, where can you see him going to? Like, what jersey can you see him wearing next year? Because he's 33, Ross. If he doesn't go now, what's the point of going next year at 34? I've said this off camera. I don't know if I've said it on camera. Well, I don't think Barcelona as a football club can kick on with Lionel Messi there. He's too much of a focal point for him. He owns that dressing room. Yeah. I think that's one thing that Ronald Koeman has come in and said. He says, there's too much player power in this dressing room and that has to go. Uh, Koeman, obviously, I don't think has had to sit down with Messi. And I think Messi's saying, here, look, wherever I go, I should be the main man. And he's obviously had loggerheads at them. And I think there's also a big issue with the president of Barcelona as well. I feel like he's not getting in the right players and there's a bit of friction there. I do think Messi is going to leave. I think this is the time where he's sort of, he's thrown his toys out of the pram. And I think at the age he's at, it's very hard to fix that. Uh, especially for Barcelona to move forward and challenge for the title next year. You know, and there's already that uh, distress in the change room. Also, Luis Suarez was... Like he seems bewildered. He's like, apparently I'm up for sale, but no one told me. Yeah. Uh. So Barcelona seems to be all over the place. It seems to be in a bigger mess than it's ever been. And obviously, on the back of COVID, they don't seem to have the finances that were once there. So I think Messi will go. I'm not too sure what way his contract is. I don't think he will go for free. I think there'll be a compensation paid for him. Yeah. I think that's the way it'll work. Um, that'll be paid off one day be, from the New Jersey sales like. exactly exactly <laughs> whether it be 
80, 90, 100 million. I think Barcelona have sort of said they're, they're willing to take 260 million, which is more than the Neymar. They want more than Neymar for uh, they got for Messi. But they, you have to realise when Neymar was signed, he was, what, 23, 22? There was years left in him. As opposed to Messi, you're only getting two years out of him. So unless you can recoup it in the jersey sales, it's actually not worthwhile. Oh, how, how, hold on. How much are you saying Barcelona want? 260. I think Neymar that. went for 220. Yeah, but I thought Messi's able to leave for free. But they're contesting that he can't leave for free. That's what Barcelona are saying. And they're saying, like, we'll settle for 260. Neymar or We'll Messi, settle for 260. Yeah. Yeah, Messi sure say, will. Messi's saying that his contract should be, he should be able to be released. Barcelona are actually saying that, like, 700 million euro is your release cost. So we don't have to accept anything less than that. That's sort of where the three stories are. Who's right? I don't know. I'm sure Barcelona have fantastic lawyers. I'm sure Messi has fantastic lawyers. I'm sure they won't want to go, let it go to court. I'm sure there'll be some sort of fee that will be paid for Messi by the suit, or whether that be Man City, Juventus, Inter Milan. I think they are the three front runners for Lionel Messi's signature. In terms of those three, uh, his ex-agent has come out and said, he thinks Inter Milan is the place he will end up. He thinks it will uh, reignite the Ronaldo-Messi uh, rivalry uh, two massive European clubs. I personally think Man City are in the driving seat for him. Pep was there. They definitely have funds to offer. Uh, I think for the neutral spectator, everyone would love to see him go to Juventus and see Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi at the same team. That's sort of my take on it. Barry, what is your take on it? Oh my god! Um, I know we put the post up earlier with Messi and Ronaldo both wearing Juventus jerseys. Like if you can, if you can watch that, that's blockbuster. Like mm. as for Inter Milan, I don't, I, I can't see Messi going to Inter Milan. Like obviously Milan. Full three of Sanchez, Lukaku, and Messi. Yeah, but they're not. Messi has to go to like the best of the best. I don't like Inter Milan. I, I know I don't want to like like poke at them for losing the Europa League final, but. When you're looking around that team as well, there was nothing that was really like making you be like, I'm definitely watching these next year. Now, if Messi goes, that's a different story. I see like PK as someone that he'd go to Inter Milan. Um, like we all know Messi can't speak English, so I don't know if he'd end up going to the Premier League as much as I'd like to see him in the Premier League. I'd also, I also wouldn't think Messi would be that amazing in the Premier League either. I think like he's lost that bit of pace that really gets him away from defenders. And the Premier League is becoming more and more full of athletes. And uh, I, I, I don't know if it would really fit him. Not being able to speak English as well, that would definitely not help. And I'm not saying he's fluent in Italian now, but... Um, yeah, but you have to also look into that he could speak fluently in Spanish to Pep. Yeah. He, could, he had Sergio Aguero there, Argentinian teammate. Yeah. Uh, he'd also have someone like Rodri there as well, who also speaks uh, fluent Spanish. So there are those players I, there I to help bring him along Otamendi as well so there are players in the squad that would definitely help carry him in terms of the language barrier yeah as in like playing on the pitch Man City is his best option but like to live he's after living in Barcelona for 20 years and he just used that son to just go now to Man City it would be a bit strange okay it, it could he go to Juventus I think PSG is probably the shout or what about Bayern Munich we haven't brought them two up I don't think Bayern Munich would be willing to unsettle the players they have there. How can you unsettle the, the players with Messi coming in the door? 
I just know. don't see it. I, I think Messi has a bigger ego than people give him credit for, and I don't see him going to Germany. I don't see him living in Germany. And if you had an English uh, barrier over in England, the barrier in that uh, Bayern Munich team would be even worse. They all speak German. A lot of them are German. And I highly doubt a lot of them speak Spanish. Well, Martinez. Yeah, but he's not, he's not even really a starter. You know what I mean? So oh, no, but he, he's on the <laughs> he's not, it was like from the bench. Hola, como estas? <laughs> Thiago? Thiago's still there? Yeah, Thiago's still there. Although, yeah, he's linked to Liverpool and PSG. So yeah. it depends whether he's there. He's also played for Barcelona as well. He also wants to go to the team that's going to compete for the Champions League as well, Ross. That's another thing that I think would, would X off into Milan. That is, that is true. PSG is definitely, they could definitely afford him. They could yeah. definitely afford his way. Just, I just don't know whether would that unsettle Neymar. If no. I felt like Neymar left Barcelona. I know they're good friends, but I know Neymar left uh, Barcelona because he wanted to be the main man. Yeah. But Messi, Messi was trying to... Messi comes back in. Does he take over the main man? Also, does that hurt Neymar in the pocket? Does Neymar get a percentage of the jerseys that are sold with his name on the back? Because if Messi comes in there, Messi's getting a lot more, or well, he's getting an equal amount of jersey sales, if not more, than Neymar. And that's going to hurt Neymar's pocket. I know this is really looking into it, but going to a team sponsored by Adidas, would that affect things as well? Because Manchester United are sponsored by Adidas. One thing I will say is, and PSG I'll, tell you, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you why he's not Messi going to PSG. Is. There's one reason he's not going to PSG, and that man's name is Mero Accardi, who signed a permanent contract there. The reason he's not in the Argentina team is because Lionel Messi doesn't want him in that team. And we all know the story behind that with is Maxi Rodriguez or Gomez? Gomez. It's the blonde. Gomez, yeah. Yeah, what's called. Basically, Accardi went off with his ex-wife and got uh, Maxi's kids tattooed on his leg. And Lionel Messi was good friends with Maxi growing up, so he hates Mario Accardi. So he won't be going to PSG. I love the way you sat back there. You're like, oh, rat. But, uh, yeah, but, like, obviously PSG can be like, you know what, Accardi, you're going out on loan, and we don't care where, and we'll pay your full wages, Messi's coming here. They have money to burn. Who knows? Accardi could go to Barcelona and swap. True. True. Because Barcelona are going to need a striker because they're getting rid of Suarez and Messi. I think you've just made the shout now, man. I think that's actually the shout to PSG. Accardi's got the other way to replace even possibly Suarez as well. And he's a good player. Uh, but, like... Mm. What happened last year was Ney, uh, Messi Not bad was, for a rat. Not bad for a rat. Although Suarez, the two, Suarez and Icardi up front together, two rats. But um, Neymar, I'm sorry, <clears throat> excuse me, Messi was throwing his uh, toys out of the pram being like, I want Neymar back. I want Neymar back. I want to win the Champions League. But I want him back. And he, they weren't able to finalize the deal, especially because like Coutinho couldn't go to PSG. It was just like certain players had to move and it didn't mm. work out. Remember they were trying to get rid of like Smedo, Rakitic and all that as part of this mad deal that like it was too big to actually do. I think the, the lure of PSG to even play alongside Mbappe, not just Neymar, I think Mbappe the way Messi would be like, you know what, this guy is could, it could be the heir to my throne. Arguable whose actual throne it is between Messi and Ronaldo. But he's like 33. Like I know it was, it was almost written in the stars for Ronaldo to eventually go to PSG. But Ronaldo's 35 now and I don't see that deal really happening because I think he's sort of happy now with Pirlo coming in to be the new coach. So I think PSG is a great shout. So I think we sort of finalised it's either going to be PSG or Man City. 
what way you're leaning here and now? Obviously, there's or other. We'll give you a, okay. So it's PSG, Man City, or other. What percentages are you on this? And I'll actually. I would this, say I'll, I'll write this down and see uh, what actually eventually happens. I would say sixty percent Manchester City, twenty-five percent PSG, and fifteen percent other. What was that again? Sixty. City. Sixty. Twenty-five PSG, and fifteen percent other. Okay. And is other is that including staying? Yeah, why not? Yeah, okay. So I'm just gonna sort of I'm gonna go forty five PSG, thirty five city, uh yeah, what just give order twenty. Okay. That's slightly sound on the fence, but I think PSG like to Manchester compared to Paris. I just see. I, I, it just sounds much more like he's going to hit the Paris. Mm. But uh, let us know who you think Neymar, uh, Messi's going to go to because uh, I'm actually. It, it's going to be mad just seeing him go there. Like it's just absolute craziness. But um, Ross, let's get into a Harry Maguire banged up abroad. Did you see that episode or what? Yeah, he. <laughs> there's there's mixed views here. I saw like a video and they were like, uh, I'm sure loads of people have seen it. Harry Maguire is in the Bay shorts. Uh, I'm looking at the Bay shorts and I was like, I, I can't actually see Bay shorts. And is he the guy on the ground? I'm not really too sure what's going on. Yeah. And then apparently, some Albanian fella, I don't know why it matters where he's from, uh, was chatting up his sister and then threatened them with a knife. I don't, I don't even know what sort of assault he was supposedly done on the guy. I don't know why. I think everyone likes to assume he headbutt him and knocked him out. <laughs> uh, and then. There's no way you know, he did that. You never heads the ball. Yeah. And then he apparently assaulted the police officer and then bribed them. 10 grand seems to be the rumoured amount. And he was found guilty of it. So he seems to be on a three-year probation. That seems to be the sentence. But he could just never go back to Greece. And I'm pretty sure that would be fine. Uh, it seems to be if he... His probation, I assume, is only based on him being arrested in Greece. So as long as United avoid Greek teams in the Champions League next year, Harry Maguire doesn't have much to worry about. And he avoids going there on holidays. First of all, like, Harry Maguire just comes across as such a respectful guy and uh, mm. like, you know, a captain in Manchester United as well. And you just see him as someone that's just... Uh, he, just he comes across as if like, he may not be the world's best in defence, but it, it looks like he puts everything into his career and even the stuff he does on social media the way he like goes to children's foundations this that and the other that's why he was chosen as captain and then to hear that he got arrested I was like oh maybe someone just jumped him and then when it comes out that supposedly his sister was stabbed by two Albanians and how would you even know unless they were like we're Albanian stop um, mm. it, it just didn't really make sense it was just it was all so far-fetched and then then it's like what and then he was announcing the England team as well and I was like, and then he bribed them. I was like, what? Now, I, it sounds weird, but I actually can see both things happening because like, if you're rich and famous, you're going to try and throw money at it to make things disappear. I'm sure this has happened numerous times with footballers on holidays with girls, cars, fights, this, that, and the other. But we all know Greece isn't corrupt, aka it is corrupt, that the police officers would be like, right, we have to like, the, the, the captain of the world's biggest team here let's just say he bribed us lads we'll get money out of this we'll get a bit of 
I don't know. I guess yeah, well, he, he he didn't bribe us, so we'll tell a story saying he did bribe us. Yeah, yeah. So both stories can I can see both stories happening because if me and you were banged up abroad, like we'd be like, here, if we can give you some money, will you let us away with it? Yeah, you know I mean, like I can see Harry Maguire saying like, how much made us this go yeah. away? You know what I mean? Like just and what's to, wrong with that? Let's, yeah, let's 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 just like. Sort us out now, like, come on. Yeah, sort us out now. Yeah, because he's well, way like, more to lose. Well, there's, there's plenty wrong with it, because, like, you shouldn't be able to buy your way out of trouble. But no, who knows no. how legit his trouble was. Yeah, but the world's corrupt, like, money talks, you know? Like, these, these, Greece is going through a massive uh, recession. Like, I mean, well, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, on his behalf, he shouldn't have ta- spoke on his own behalf. Maybe he should have got a solicitor and said, here, look, Harry's willing to make a €20,000 donation to... A Greek charity of the judges chosen. Yeah, but that was obviously said during getting like uh, pushed or, and getting arrested and drink on them. You know, you're like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, sh-. you're in the cell. And you're like, oh, shit. All these going to kick me out, send me back to bleeding Leicester. Yeah, it, it's really hard to tell because everything's sort of up in the air on, on what actually happened, what was said. Yeah. You're only sort of going on hearsay from the paper. And I'm sure. There's plenty of people over in Greece who are willing to sell any sort of story to paper. I was there. I saw it happen just to make a quick book off it. Um, for me, as long as no one was seriously injured and I yeah. didn't hear anyone was injured, that's all that really matters, I think. Um, we've all been in a scuffle or a bust-up on our holidays. You know what I mean? That's just sort of what happens. And um, Unfortunately, he just happens to be the captain of Manchester United. There are talks, and some people say, oh, he should have his captaincy stripped away from Oh, I'm sort of indifferent about it. If Manchester United took the captaincy off him, I'd say whatever. They want to leave him with it. I'm also whatever. Uh, I'm not like 100% set on him being captain anyway. I, I, I always thought when Bruno Fernandes came in, the difference he makes, the way he talks, the pitch, I thought he's the best choice for captain. But at the end of the day, if they keep a Harry Maguire, you know, he's been kept picked in the England, England squad. You could argue he's the best centre-half England have. Sometimes your talent just outweighs your indiscretions. And that happens in sports. Like, you can even look at the, the argument that what was he doing even leaving the country? Well, that's, that's the big thing that he, you know, went to Greece. And a lot of people went to Greece. I think Harry Kane went to Greece. Rashford and Lingard went to Greece and people are saying that they'd actually missed the start of pre-season training because they'd have to quarantine 14 days when they came home. So, I, I don't really know what way to judge it. The world is such a mad place at the moment. It's hard to pass judgment on someone, especially considering like how prolonged that season became after uh, lockdown and playing all those games and the travel that they had to do. If I had that much money, I'd probably go on a little holiday for myself as well. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he played every single minute of Manchester United's campaign yeah. this season. So, there you have it. There's a lot of pressure. He, he, he lot even of pressure played that game against Lask yeah. when they were 5-0 up. There's a lot of pressure. He had like a very stressful season, especially the way coming in, being so expensive, then you're not doing shit, and then the turn of form. And then, um, you know I mean? They played every game, as you said, hasn't had a time off. And then once he does have a bit of time off with his family, this sort of shit happens. It, it's a strange one. 
It really, really is. He, he was Manchester United's like, strange club at the moment, and this definitely doesn't help. Ross, he was just the one person that I wouldn't have expected. I know people say one person, like that's for the person, or this, that, and the other, but like you would have put him in the top three of people that you would, would not expect to get banged up abroad. Well, I sort of thought he was quite a boring character, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, so United, uh, I didn't expect him to get in a fight. But who knows, maybe it was Liverpool fans trying to go at him, and then they were like, yeah. yes, we got arrested. You never yeah, know. Yeah, I, I can't wait to hear more about this, but um, what are you thinking? Guilty or not guilty? <laughs> He's already been found guilty, so it's relevant <laughs> what I think. So not guilty? No, it's irrelevant, really, to be honest. I know. Um, imagine this was Pogba. Yeah, well, that'd be different. Graham Sooners would be like flying over, putting his wig <laughs> on as, as the George. I mean, like, guilty. 50 years in prison. Guilty forever. It's funny, the, the day after Harry Maguire gets arrested, Lindelof saves like a 90-year-old lady from getting mugged on the street. It's just... Uh, yeah. You, you, you actually cannot write this stuff. You cannot write this stuff. Um, no. Yeah, here, Ross, anything else about The Harry Bash Maguire? Brothers. The Bash Brothers. The, the Bash <laughs> Brothers. Anything else? Like, Is there anything else we, we, we should look out for in this story? Or what else do you know about this? I think it's one of the most sort of outlandish stories that has like sweeped all the newspapers that I really don't have much of an opinion on because I haven't seen any video of it happening. I haven't seen him heard that he's bribed anyone. He's sort of kept the head down since it's happened. So you're just sort of getting secondhand information all the time and just assuming that what you're being told is true. Yeah, I know. I know. It's uh, interesting times ahead, Ross, isn't it? But, uh, Put it this way, Barry. Here's the question. Would you have Harry Maguire as your captain? I, See, I, I think would... the thing is you need to sit down. You need to sit down and ask him what happened. Until yeah. you sit down and ask him what happened, you can't make that judgment. Yeah, well, he told he was on the phone to Sauke in the, in the jail, I think it was. He may have been let out, but uh, and he told Soke exactly what happened, and then Soke added him into the squad, and then he was found guilty, and he's taken out of the squad. Well, there you have it. Yeah, but um, would I have him as captain? I'd rather Bruno Fernandez, but if, if he used to stay as captain, maybe if you and uh, and he put that effort into the effort he put on in Greece into his uh, football ability, I'd be way more for that. Okay, we just had some trouble there with the internet down in uh, Ross's sunny holiday. But uh, before we wrap up the show, there is football back this week uh, on Saturday in the Charity Shield. Arsenal are taking on Liverpool a half four, and that's going on in Wembley. So like, that's something really good to look out for this Saturday. And also the Nations League is back next week. Ireland did announce their squad, and Ireland are playing next Tuesday against Bulgaria, and then next Sunday against Finland. So it's going to be interesting to see what Stephen Kenny does there. So... If you did enjoy the show, make sure to like, make sure to subscribe because we're nearly on a thousand subscribers and that is one of our goals to get by the end of the year. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to subscribe because we're nearly on 500 subscribers in that. So uh, like, share, subscribe and as always, stay energized.